That seems pretty high effort, though. <laughs> I mean, that's where I get my thrill from. That's where the thrill comes in. So All right, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my word. I am just elated to be here with you on this Tuesday evening. And I'm saying the day aloud because we're going to turn this one around. Lickety split. Right after we're done recording, it's going up. I know. I normally don't do that. We try to put them out in advance now. But um, a funny story, Lorenzo and I sat down. Well, let me show him because he's already laughing. <laughs> we sat down in an in, in earnest attempt at recording an episode together on what, what day was it? Was it Saturday? Was it Sunday? Was Sunday, it maybe it was Sunday. It was Sunday or Saturday. At some point over the weekend, we tried to come together. Uh, and I had the brilliant idea of being a character for it so I had it all kind of planned out where I was going to go with it sometimes we do like improvised like comedy bang bang style shit um and I was going to be like this redneck dude uh that was going to like fucking get pissed about Bud Light and shit and nice bring out a couple weapons maybe but um what happened uh oh it like fell apart completely the whole th like we realized 40 minutes in that only 30 or sorry 13 minutes had been captured uh somewhere along the way what you just started like falling asleep right would you say is that fair to say you, i you looked over oh uh, yeah i called <laughs> you out because because i looked over and you were you were like leaning no but <laughs> i was talking fucking microphone I was still with your eyes closed i i had to remind you it's not a pillow you know i i didn't know what the fuck was going on you should have kept uh, like a little bit of me sleeping. Yeah, but but Sleep. we didn't even. The, I would have kept it right. I would have done something with that because it was golden. Like seeing you, almost like at the brink of snoring in front of me. <laughs> like I was performing so badly that you were passed out. That would have been great okay. to clip or something. But again, it only captured the first thirteen minutes. So we well, didn't. I wasn't it, by then. And at that, yeah, at that point, you yeah, you were still half awake so it lo just looked like you were stoned maybe but rip that aside it's all gone uh there's gonna be no bonus release of, i'm just gonna burn it i i have it on my computer still i don't know why it's dead to me uh i'm sure you've heard that voice in the background just now that's not mine it's not lorenzo's and i'll be damned if it isn't an amazing comedian here with us our our third or sorry fourth comedian guest we had two in the in the first guest spot at once uh, we had uh m in the second spot and now we have our fourth ever comedian guest in the building fabio ramo everybody fabio ramo say hello hey what the fuck is up <laughs> bitch <laughs> that is a bold we're here entrance coming out the gate i, I drove i drove out you know yeah and i'm gonna go all out hell yeah 
I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> You're fucking what? I just saw so I just witnessed something. What's going on? This is. I just wait. I just watched Daisy throw up. I'm about to. I'm about to go clean it. Is she good? That's his cat. Yeah, his cat. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Asshole. She's just, just an asshole. What? Is she, she acting out, or is it a? Do you think this is a health scare? She just did on the rug. Damn, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. My dog I mean, diarrhea today. <laughs> your dog diarrhea today. <laughs> yeah. On the carpet. Outside, thankfully. Okay. Yeah. She was gonna do it inside, but then I took her. You you caught her at yeah, like the yeah. final moments. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, my cats, when I had to, they just shit wherever they wanted and pissed all over the carpet, the walls. Uh, it was so bad that my mom sort of like um, relegated the basement to them and she would just shut the door. And it was maybe a matter of months before, uh, because it was an unfinished basement, uh, all the um, like the foil on the walls had been like torn down the the insulation was exposed Holy they shit. had found their way up into the rafters of the basement you well, know well, the cats tore your shit up yeah yeah because yeah. oh. my mom thought it was a good idea since they were just like pissing and shitting on the in the living space she was like well we'll put them in the basement during the day with their food and everything it's yeah. it's not too cold down there nothing we have the ac go but they still just what happened is since it was so isolated they just fucking ruined the unfinished basement so that sucks turned into like a, a fucking mad max wasteland down there. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, there's a south park episode where they all get high on cat piss nice it's possible because when i walked into my basement in that condition i did i did get a buzz i did yeah and i'm sure it was um one of those bad ones like yeah. huffing paint <laughs> or you know like aerosol but it did work no, I think it was a a trend for a while. Really, like were people that wasn't like a TikTok thing, was it? Was it just? No, I, TikTok wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> back then, no. I mean, but like, I, I mean, in the in the but, ilk of a TikTok trend, it wasn't like oh, yeah. a fucking. It was TikTok esque. TikTok esque, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard. I've never heard of somebody like with a, an expressed desire to get high off of cat pee. Um, and I don't watch South Park either. I know that's probably not something South I should have confessed. Yeah. I know it is. I know, but I, there's some things that I just have blind spots for, and that's definitely one of them. Damn. Yeah, sadly. What, what else? Uh, I feel like I'm going to say something again, and then you're going to be like, nah. And it's nah. like a huge cultural reference. I'll be like, well, Christian, King of the Hill, never really dove into that. Um, hey, Arnold. I missed Hey, Arnold. Mm. I missed mm. I missed a lot of great cartoons, adult and children alike. Damn, cartoons. I know your parents loved you. They did, um, but I mean, are you eating Hey Arnold? I I saw the good ones. I saw Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I saw oh, Hey Arnold is the good one. That's my shit. <laughs> Listen, I don't I'm know. Go. I don't I know can. shit about Helga or fucking the black guy. Oh, I don't know no. anything about anyone. So. Do you, do you ever watch Dora? Dora, yes. And then Diego after her for yeah. like my brother. He's somewhere in the house. Nice. My younger brother grew up on Diego for sure. Um, no. And then now, for me now, it's Rick and Morty. I, will, I like, refuse to watch Rick and Morty. Like, but it's so good. It, yeah, but you could say that. It's I just, so... I, as long as I live, I just, I have no 
ambition to sit down and watch it. You know, you're missing out. It's I've like... turned it on and had it run because the episodes are so short. I've had it running in the background, but it's not to the point where I actually internalize anything or remember what I just hear like, "Fuck Rick, fucking <laughs> Zeepsorps in my ass," and, and and then you wake up and I've had a nightmare for you know eighteen. Or sorry, eight hours of Damn. of deep rim sleep listening to that <laughs> fucking nonsense. Lawrence, have you seen uh, uh, Rick and Morty? Yeah, I like Rick and Morty. I fucks with it. It's the it's shit. Fucking... Yeah, Rick and Morty's good shit. Yeah, so but you can say also doesn't like Back to the Future. I mean, you could say it's good, yeah. and a lot of people will agree that it's good. But I get to feel like a good person now that I have no interest in it seeing what's happened to fucking what's his face Justin Roiland you know I get to maybe you didn't watch enough <laughs> cartoons to develop a sense of taste yeah, yeah. you and didn't it... even watch the Arnold <laughs> right. watched... Spongebob is all you need can I just especially in the early seasons I mean fuck all the new shit everything in the last five years of spongebob yeah. has been absolute ass but, but what what did they make him like trans or something What's... i mean they may as well have um and there's nothing wrong with that of course <laughs> uh, the <laughs> yeah. product has dipped substantially um i mean it's just fucking i hesitate to say it's too goofy but it's just that uh. there's no comedic timing anymore it's just it's it's people yelling and screaming for the sake of it and interesting and no real aim or objective to any of the plot i feel like not if that i'm watching spongebob actively but if you take like season three or four of spongebob like the prime f shit you know where they had like the green screen effects and shit and them running through the mall and yeah. fucking you know like they had some good stills like the fucking like crazy chowder style detailed art stills of things i mean it was just on point, but you let any show go for too long and it gets it gets too. That's what um, it gets overproduced. Almost, oh yeah, you know? for sure. I feel like there's a sweet spot for shows. Yeah. Like it has to, you have to end it at its height. Definitely. Otherwise, you end up, you know, making SpongeBob trans or something, yeah. and then it's... you're really hung up on SpongeBob being trans. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep <laughs> saying it. <laughs> I haven't seen Spongebob in like a decade before y'all now but just take a zip of that butt like y'all can huh? have my why, beer y'all can y'all damn y'all can have my freedom but you will not have Spongebob you fucking friend <laughs> I saw you drink Bud Light and I was like I have yeah. to make uh, connect the dots here oh my god yo <laughs> we were talking about cat piss earlier yeah. I don't know if that was on mic or, or not I forget but uh, I mean, it tastes—it tastes better than ever. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I love yeah. Bud Light because of how cheap it is. It doesn't get me drunk at all. I just—I love the idea of buying cheap alcohol that's effectively like worthless. Yeah, totally no, it's, useless. It's to pretty me. good for sipping. And stuff. Yeah, I'll take one if you have one. Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll go get you one in, in just a moment. Here, I have some in the. Uh, uh, yeah, the I don't mean to take you. Take no, you. No, 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 Lorenzo. Uh, Y'all, y'all shoot the shit. Let me get my man a beer here, and then we'll we'll chop it up after. I have some stuff I, I'll queue up to talk about. I put a an article or two in our little document, so you guys 
shoot the shit. I know you can't see each other, so this should be even more entertaining. Just have a, a nice speakerphone conversation. <laughs> well, you no know uh, mind to the man behind the curtain. Damn, man. I'll be right Holy shit. So, uh, all right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, man. I have questions. I, had no, I was just forming words. I was like, all right, we got this. Words need to be said. Damn, son. The, the 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 possibilities are endless on what we could talk about. Oh yeah, we could talk about talking about something and never even talk about something. Oh, that's no, that's right. I have I have a question for you. What's up? How many people did you kill? <laughs> <laughs> um, two. Oh damn! But, um, I'm trying to remember. I think only two. Okay. Wait, you didn't know? You didn't know the exact number? You had to, you had to think about it for a second? Sometimes <laughs> you, you get in a rush, you know? Some, sometimes you lose track of things. You blink out in the excitement. You know, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so which one Which one out of the two was, like, your most fun time, you know? It was, it was uh... It's the first or second? It was... It was simultaneous. For real, it was, uh, it was at the same time. Wow. So you, you have a talent then. You're gifted. Two... Oh, no, yeah, I'm still two birds, one stone. Two, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have drafted you into the military right away. <laughs> I'd have ended everything in a day. <laughs> nice. Give me the ricochet and bullet. They're bouncing off of everybody like uh, Yondu's arrow. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, for sure. You'd be, you'd be shooting guns with your toes, man, with your feet, with like all your extremities. Oh, so you've seen my work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a fan, Lorenzo. That's why I came. I appreciate it. I'm in like reverse prone shooting with my with my uh, both hands, both feet. I'm using my mouth. <laughs> Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something hanging out of your butt that kills people in one shot. <laughs> so, have you guys seen anything about this? You can see the screen, right, Lorenzo? I can see it. Good, yeah. excellent. So, have you seen anything about this dude in the news lately? I have no idea. I think this is coming to a head now. Like, he's finally going through the court system or something. I think he's been being sued. or It's an attempt to extradite this man from Scotland uh, back to the United States because he's uh, uh, this guy, Nicholas Rossi. Sorry, I'm trying to pull it up on my screen here for the people. Uh, but he's an American who fled America, um, you know, like for some normal shit, like he raped several women. Damn. So, you know. Wait. He, Hold on. <laughs> like, can we examine this part? <laughs> he's, you know, just trying to... he's wearing an oxygen mask. Okay, well, so that's what makes this so interesting. We're not, we're not even there yet. We're not Real even talk. halfway through this. If I were to escape the country to flee a crime, I would also like, you got to spruce it up. You got to try. Yeah. This is, this is him saying he's in no position to be extradited. And like, how... Can this man be uh, not only tried but flown across the world to stand trial? You know, 
in in the United States. So that's anyway. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's hilarious. I mean, look at him. He looks like Austin Powers in a wheelchair. Wow. Oh, well, <laughs> well, so this man is American. See, he's American. I think he's from Ohio or so. Let's read this article. I've... <laughs> this is, this yeah. The is Scottish. So insane. The man a Scottish court has ruled is a U.S. fugitive. Nicholas Rossi has had his extradition case postponed until June. That's what's happening. So it's been postponed uh, for another couple months. Okay. Do, do the people get to see what he looks like on... Or yes, no, they're looking at this right now. Okay, yep. good. I hope everybody takes a look at that picture. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a good time. He's got a bow tie on. Yeah. He's got the pinstripe suit, the vest, Th this the man. Apple watch, the cufflinks. I mean, God, he's dressed to the nines. Yeah. With the three D, real D, the glasses. I mean, fuck. <laughs> he he left America. He looks like he left America to rape. Yeah. Like, that was his goal. He looked like he evolved into Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if his objective was to, like, Jeez. play it low-key, I think he may have leaned in, actually, to the whole rapist role he's committed. But there let's see here. So this guy, what happened? I'm hoping they have a before and... Yeah, so this is what he used to look like, right? What? Yeah, oh, my God. Totally different. What this guy would end up doing is somehow faking his death... Uh, changing his identity, I think, like two or three times uh, from Nicholas Rossi to eventually, I believe it's like Alex Zan Alexander Knight or something. That he Arthur Knight, sorry. Arthur Knight, pardon me. Rossi, 35, who denies the claims and says he is a man called Arthur Knight, was not in court in Edinburgh after refusing to get into a prison van. Uh, and this is an article written in March of this year so this is all this is all ongoing i guess right now this is the lead up to his his trial which should occur now in june as of this march 6th article um i mean but this is okay so you get the backstory this is what he used to look like yeah he's obviously turned into like a bond villain now um and this is his like Ooh. building over time. The oxygen mask um, is a, a, a prop because he's, oh no, because he said he's um, he got COVID. He contracted COVID recently, and so he's ill fit to to stand trial due to his medical condition oh, at the no. moment. Oh, fuck. And he's wheelchair ridden. The whole thing, like this, is all a recent development. So this is all <laughs> his attempt at staying put in Scotland at all costs. Do, do you see how uh, when Weinstein got caught and he had to go to court? Like that's I think it's his second time going to court. He uh -huh. showed up in like this little like roller thing. Yeah, yeah. He's like oh, with I'm... the with the tennis balls on. Yeah, it and yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, so that, that's what this man's doing. He's doing it. Yeah, he, again. He evolved into Weinstein. He's taking uh, beat for beat the fucking Weinstein playbook here. I so love how, it. How, how many people? What's his body count? I I, I think it's something crazy. I don't want to slander this man by any. Like, oh yeah, let's not do that. God of heaven forbid I. <laughs> I overshoot this count, but I think it's until proving guilty. This I, man, I think it's somewhere in the ballpark of six people. Let's see in this article here if it says I should have researched this Sun article beforehand. Uh, by the way, I'll say this. Uh, sorry, this is a BBC article by. Where's my fucking reporter at? Where's Mister Miss Journalist? So, in, in case Nicholas Rossi listens to this, yeah. I just want to say, sir. Um, you did nothing wrong. You, uh, I hope you come back home safe and, uh, 
you know welcome home sir soon <laughs> Jeez. well here i'll just read through some of these crimes uh i am joking i don't think there's a full synopsis of his um uh, like you said his crime count but um after a three-day hearing, Sherrick McFadden said he was satisfied on the balance of probabilities that he was indeed Nicholas Rossi. Yeah, they were comparing his tattoos against the pictures of this other fellow from America um, and his. He's got he's still got all the, like, identical body art and shit, so it's indisputed now, right? Damn. This is the same person. But uh, he rejected Rossi's claims to have been the victim of mistaken identity as implausible and fanciful, adding his repeated name changes were highly suspicious and consistent with someone who was hiding from someone or something. Yeah. Ro yeah. Rossi, who has previously appeared in court in a wheelchair, was already fighting an extradition request by authorities in Utah who allege he R-worded a 21-year-old woman in the state in 2008. So in Utah, he was running rampant. That's where he was. And then he had also been previ previously convicted of sexually assaulting another woman known as Mary after meeting her online in 2008. Damn. So we have two so far. I, again, I, I I heard something like six, but I could be conflating that with, like I don't know, any number of rapists out here that's that's terrible but we got two on the books according to bbc so let's look at this video though this is the highlight oh this yeah is, this is why i'm this... bringing any of this up because this is what's actually getting people's attention right now this is kind of doing the youtube rounds oh yeah um because he is just fucking giving i don't know have you seen the whale yet the whale with brendan i've seen the trailer see though so if you've seen the trailer i just want to i want to tell you now this is a glimpse at everything the whale has to offer in, oh, man. in about 20 minutes or less we'll obviously condense it but it's it's a treat All right. his his uh interview <laughs> conduct oh. well, uh, let's hit, hit me daddy one more time <laughs> i want to find the right one i think this is it i i hope this is the full thing we were once no family, but thanks to oh my here, god our lives have been interrupted what the privacy and i would like to go back to being a normal husband <laughs> but um, i can't because i can't breathe i can't walk uh, people say that's not let me try to stand up let me try to stand up exactly so we don't know <laughs> doesn't he look like he's about to laugh he, he looks he's about to crack <laughs> Stand up. He's like in he's like in the Doctor Strange territory of is this an American accent? Is this an English accent? Am I who am I? I think he's got multiple personality disorder at least, trying to keep up with all of those identities alone. That's that's way down here. And then we stack up this Jenga tower of he's got the oxygen mask on because of COVID. Um he's clearly playing up the overweight thing. He's not exactly overweight overweight by any means i mean this guy can get around we saw the pictures of him standing up a moment ago um he's really i i feel like he's pushing out right now you know he's he's g giving disabled at all costs yeah. to, to avoid this and then there's the the monologue i mean listen to him the media our lives have been interrupted the delivery that i mean the timing our lives have been He's, he's practiced <laughs> he's, saying it he's well rehearsed he's got the timing he's, he knows he needs to gasp for air in between every other word oh man 
it's fun. and then obviously like this is the the climactic point him standing up proving he's unable to See, move and his wife oh my, here the, uh, the way he does the arms yeah. it's like well coordinated can i just say best supporting actress for his wife here and is that even assisting his wife? it is his wife i don't know how these Wait. two ended up married or under what circumstances oh, this was a rushed courthouse arrangement but they are an item. <laughs> Did he suddenly have a wife once the cases started? I don't know. To... I don't know the backstory on because again, this is dating back to 2008 charges, right? Damn. So this guy, this is all catching up with him in Scotland around this year, from what yeah. I understand. So it, doesn't he look like he lost a lot of money in 08 and he just started to like go just, off, just drink and yeah. I was gonna say rape people but yeah yeah it's, yeah it's a little too close to home i think he <laughs> got on that yeah asap um yeah he's a piece of shit and it's hilarious to watch his like i don't know what you what is this a fumble is this what do you call this because it's such a work of art all it's, at the same time it's his, an oscar worthy performance. his commitment to this grift if only r kelly had like half the acting chops <laughs> if instead of getting up and screaming at the top of his lungs that oh no he had a moment too mm -hmm. he was getting interviewed yeah he, he he lost it and left that's what i'm saying but like instead of doing that he was proving he's too fit he might even be a danger to society he's too fit he's too you know he's got too much wherewithal yeah. if, he, for my life. if he took this route if he took the road of like totally and completely disabled like handicapped oh man and he got an oxygen mask maybe even like you said the little walker thing i think we could we could be looking at um the next part of the remix to ignition i think we oh, totally <laughs> fuck, yeah. I think we would still be doing things and yes we still hear r kelly and clubs and you know just like we hear michael jackson but it's not the same he, he could have been a free man all this all this time later well you gotta separate the art from the artist yeah you know and i do uh but it's still nice knowing that he was just pissing on people this whole time yeah and, well and now he's we not getting he away with it like the 90s though oh yeah we, you've been tracking still... him longer <laughs> you know i think it's uh i think certain people just knew you know that's good that's good to know that's good to know um that people like have eyes on you as the guy who pisses on people like in, yeah, in yeah. rooms against their will. I'm I mean, pretty sure that was the first Boondocks episode. Like, really? I'm pretty sure that was the first one. It was about him, like it was about, it's about like, his mansion. Kind of like about how he pissed on the little girl. Yeah, because there was like the video threats. How early was that circulating? Because I I love Daisy Damn, sitting how long there. Ago that? I know. I know you so, can't really see, but his cat is just like right there. Oh, hey, Lorenz. Hey. The hey. <laughs> oh, no. She's just fucking chilling. Your cat looks like a killer, Lorenz. No, she is. She gets it from her father. <laughs> That's good to telegraph. Go ahead and get that out. <laughs> That's what we were talking about when you left. Feels like how many people did you kill? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm you. trying to get to know you guys. Yeah, we've been using this podcast to rehabilitate your image all this time. <laughs> and I step out to get two beers and you're undoing just years of progress. 
This will get you the views. <laughs> so the first episode of Boondocks was in 2005. You're looking it up now? Yeah, I just looked it and up. And that was the plot? It was... No, that was the first episode, yep. Now, nice. I don't know when he actually did the, 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 the deed, you know what I'm saying? This is a great tangent. Fuck, when what's did... this, Rossi? Fuck this guy. R. Kelly, all the way. Yeah. I, I like to think about whether the art would have been as good mm-hmm. if he hadn't, you know, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, or exactly. even, uh, what's uh, you know, a Kobe, yeah. hadn't done all those things like would he have scored 50 mm-hmm. points in a game or, yes you know yeah maybe that's that's what it takes sometimes maybe it is hey, for certain people who knows they ha- yeah they have the rush of the looming yeah. controversy in the background keeping it at bay it motivates them to create things that come from the heart and their deepest darkest fears you know yeah, I'm not saying it's right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know. No, but yeah, it definitely contributes in makes some you way wonder. To, the, to the products that you know. they're putting out. I wonder what this guy's putting out, acting like a fool on fucking British television. What do you say to to someone who believes that, that you are Nicholas Oliverdian? He's fogged oh up. Oh my God. He's all fogged up in the eye. That's, oh. He, what, where, where are these, what am I thinking of with these glasses? Who am I thinking of? Like, like Hannibal Lecter or something? Maybe. No, I'm thinking of... He looks like the fucking, like, the guy that's, like, crazy and obsessed with a girl that doesn't like him. Yeah, like, he's, he's kind of giving, yeah, character. like, Hinkley vibes. I don't know. Yeah. Some about like, those round glasses, though. I, I, I keep, I keep thinking Mr. Bean, but that's not quite right. There's another character like that. I don't know. It'll come to me, but those are absolutely insane-looking <laughs> Um, that's like one step beyond designer. It's just like too much of a statement. And I wear round glasses on all my shit because of the Hugo Strange factor. I but nice. I mean these are classy. I feel like, and these I put on usually when I'm gaming because I'm looking at the key lights. Yeah, all the time, and I just have these on and chilling. Those are a little too small. They're a little too uh, pedo-y. They're a little too. I don't know. They just that almost says. That it's like screaming that he's of like yeah. you said like a creepy stalkerish. You look weirdo. like Morpheus right now. Yeah, oh, I do. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. a compliment. He look again. He looks like he should be imprisoned for yeah. life. I mean, like, indefinitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Andrea, I am not Nicholas Alamani, and I do not know how to make this clearer. What do you say to people oh, who say these are crocodile tears? He's putting on a show. This oh is my all God. Act. Oh, Ika. Andrea, no, that's, that's a low blow. That's a right low blow. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Good shit, right? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. When's the last time we got a nice unhinged interview like that? I mean, and he's obviously like committed to a role. Yeah. But I think the best ones are when, like, like the R. Kelly interview, when it's completely handed it's how they feel in the moment we're seeing their emotions play out in real time uh like the uh fucking uh roseanne interview i thought the bitch was white oh right god damn oh, like that shit should like, we play that one of course yes please oh oh my god do you watch but the h3 podcast i, I love h3 so uh, they fucking beat that to death when that was happening but, oh yeah 
I don't think we've t we haven't talked about that, Lorenzo. Right? Not when that happened. That happened while we were doing the podcast. We just never went over it. Well, I, I certainly think there's something to the delusion of people, like going so far down a rabbit hole that they that they start to believe the lie. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that the guy, you know, Mr. Rossi, you know, he's he believes it to a certain extent. He's so caught like up I said, in it. I mean, like he definitely, you can see it in his eyes, even if he is like truly trying to put on airs and and disguise himself. You can see he's committed to a. He's almost method. He's yeah. He's almost got MPD the way he's acting. Yeah. You know, that to believe his role. Yes. Yeah. If he don't believe it, how can anyone else believe it? Exactly. No, he for the kid. That's part of he it. We were just talking about doing stand-up or whatever for me i i go up on stage and i'm i'm not myself entirely i definitely get into like a character mindset yeah you put your oxygen mask i put my oxygen mask on <laughs> i get the tank out exactly clip it to my side so i feel the weight and the pressure right. riding on my of my oxygen tank and i deliver a, a product not necessarily as myself but as this artifice that um it's almost like a sh like a shield for me because if something goes wrong i go oh like my character was off the way i delivered that in this role wasn't quite right so i can i can go home i can analyze that and readjust it if i go out there as myself you know hard on my sleeve and um you know hey guys how's it going and then i get the shit beat out of me that's going to feel a lot different than if i go out there as this guy who doesn't give a shit about anything and just kind of says whatever the fuck I prepared, that's right. a totally different result or a yeah. totally different response to the outcome. Oh, for sure. Later. For sure. Like the, what that guy is playing is like an ultimate game of acting, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> he has to believe his role for his life. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, no, it just seems like he's, it's no, a, it's I mean, I, we can all empathize with it. I mean, should we? Because he's a, a piece of shit. No, no, but no, 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 we can. We can see it. We, we can see it in his eyes, and we can see it the way he's committed to this. That this is life or death for him, and in yeah. a lot of ways, it is. Because who's to say how many years in prison he'll have to serve in Utah or where, wherever? Let me tell you something. If he goes to the right place, he ain't gonna live too long. <laughs> <laughs> Not if they've seen those uh, interviews. No. And there are several, by the way. That was just one, but that's easily one of the best because he gets up, he falls down, he's got the mask, the glasses are fogging. It's all, all the elements wrapped up in the one. So that that was a great nice. illustration of of the media rounds he's been doing. But um, no, this is a beauty right here. We're about to pull up. Lorenzo, have you seen this? Have you seen her freaking out? So mm -hmm. you heard me a minute ago scream and like impersonate this video. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's a treat. Let's just go ahead and watch it. I forget. I'm trying to talk about Iran. I'm trying to talk about. Yeah. So she had been going off on like Twitter and shit about like American and international politics. Um, of course, uh, as you do, of course, as you know, as any, what else are you doing on a Friday night? <laughs> you know, <laughs> as any woman past her prime will they'll go on Twitter and they'll fucking flame anything and everything in sight oh um, but she was i mean she's always been uh outspoken about you know war and fucking political 
uh, ongoings. But yeah. she's kind of, I don't know, is she schizophrenic now? I don't know what the deal is, but she's kind of like... She's got issues. She's losing it a little bit, right? Yeah. So, Brilliant comedian, though. Yeah, outstanding comic. I mean, I don't know if you saw her at the Comedy Mothership recently. She There, there are clips going around of her, you know, fucking... She was one of the middling acts in between um, Tim Dillon and everybody. Oh, but, nice. Yeah, I mean, like, she's out performing still. And she has a special on Fox now, and, and she, she's still doing stuff. That's awesome. But kind of in the same capacity that Bill Cosby is still doing stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. got it, but something's off, and yeah. we, all, we all know something's <laughs> off. I, I think it'd be beautiful. It'd be beautiful <laughs> if she replaced... Uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox. That would be that would be amazing. They're doing um, they're kind of doing a similar thing with the, with that show now as they're doing with uh, the Daily Show. I don't know if you watched the Daily Show with yes. Trevor Noah. So right now they have, in the interim between finding a new host, they've had guest hosts every week. So they started with um, oh my God, what's the lady from SNL? The big tall, black lady. I'm drawing a blank. Leslie Jones. Oh. Leslie Jones started it off. She did a great job. It was really funny. Uh, they had Al Franken on for a week. He was a fantastic. Oh, he host. got canceled though, right? Yeah, but he's like, back. He's... I mean, I listen to his podcast every week. He's he's amazing. Oh wow! Al Franken got canceled by. Let me full screen myself. You see, if we all get canceled tonight, yeah. we're, we we can come back. And he can too, and he is. And yeah. I mean, like he just had Adam Schiff on his podcast like a couple weeks ago. A uh, couple weeks ago, fuck, I can't speak. Uh, I mean, he. He's relevant. He's he's not totally, you know, blacklisted. He just went on your mom's house a couple months ago. I mean, oh, like he's great. he's yeah. got representation. He's got agents. Um, and what he got canceled over? What he he groped, like an intern or something on on camera for yeah, like a for, for a photo op. Yeah, I, I believe that's what it like. There's well, there's a still image of him. Yeah. Fondling somebody, right? And, and as I, re if I no, remember please. correctly, he's kind of doing it away from the body. He's not mm -hmm. touching them, but he's kind of like mimicking, mm -hmm. you know? He didn't even feel. He didn't even cop a feel. He d he got canceled. He didn't even get nothing out of it, you know? Like, it, but it, it was, at least give Grandpa some fucking yeah, get, yeah. Some titty meat if he's going to go down for it. If <laughs> right. he's going to go down with the ship. I think it was the fact that he was doing that. Yeah, he was the gesture. Also, you know, in Congress. Yes. That that's what got him. That he got ousted, and that he had to effectively resign because of all the backlash from yeah. that one photograph. He can't, he's, yeah. he's not a bad person at, at all. I mean, and that was—I hesitate to say—that was the peak of the sort of cultural insanity going on, like the cancel mob. But um, that was it's... one of the absurd high points of it for sure. Yeah, it's too good of an opportunity to pass up from. Mm. The perspective of a group of people who cancels yeah. straight white male mm -hmm. right position of power even though he's like your biggest advocate of minority groups for for, for like everybody who's for all, all the underdog of this nation al franken is like one of the few yeah. tried and true grassroots representatives yeah. like I, on par with like bernie sanders you know i think he had some good moments <laughs> up in the <laughs> in the hill it's it's pretty wild it's yeah. yeah, but he's coming back. He's fine. He's rich. He's not hurt at all. But, you yeah. know, it is a shame that shit like this happens. How do we get to Al Franken from Roseanne? Oh, no. So, so if, yeah. So if, 
what they're doing actually with Tucker Carlson's show is similar to The Daily Show now. They're going to have guest hosts on until they find a permanent replacement. And yes, I think even if it's for uh, two hours, they should just have a segment with her where she oh, does the weather or something, you know? For I sure. Mean, like that would. You want to talk about ratings? He was getting, he was pulling like three million viewers a night at eight p.m. I mean, that would easily double, triple, just to see, like, who she, like, blow torches or who she, like, fucking, you know? Yeah. Who she decapitates on no. live camera? You yeah. Know? Don't don't give her a script. Just give her a four loco mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. And let her run. She's going wild. Yeah. I mean, this this video was her. <laughs> That's what my tweet was about. I know. You've explained this literally 300 times. I thought the bitch was white. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. She was talking about a reporter. That's what it was. She was uh -huh. she was um going after a reporter and she may or may not have used a couple of insensitive remarks, slurs uh possibly in in yeah. her in her Twitter attacks. But um, she, her defense, in defense of her <laughs> Twitter tirade, uh, she thought the bitch was white. So she thought it was okay to use the language she was using at so the time. <laughs> what does she say to the Let me see. To the reporter. Let's, let's pull up this. I mean, this was so long ago. You know how these things come and go? You don't remember any of it. You just remember that this person's, like, blacklisted. Uh, yeah. What? Because I, I, can, I can empathize with, like, you know, thinking somebody's white. But they're not, but you trash them. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry. According to the New York Times, uh, Barr, the show's star and co-creator, posted a racist tweet about Valerie Jarrett, an African-American woman who was a senior advisor to Barack Obama throughout his presidency. So, no, it wasn't a reporter. It was the senior advisor to Barack Obama that she was talking about. Throughout his presidency and considered one of his most influential aides, Miss Barr wrote, if the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby... Wait, she said this about Obama? She said that about this lady who worked for Obama. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of bad. But she must... Let's look at her. Wait, Let's see if she's white. No, Let's see the, if she's white passing. Yeah, but the crazy Valerie thing... Valerie Jarrett. The crazy thing about this is that Roseanne thought the lady was white, and she called him... She called the the lady a mix of the Muslim Brotherhood and the planet. Like, how does that even make any sense? It doesn't. Uh, it's a terrible defense. That's not how you roast white people. That's not. That she clearly understood that she was black. They kind of look similar here. That's a nice side by side. So this is the lady that she was disparaging on Twitter, and then this is obviously her. Uh, I could see how at first glance. With like the right flush lighting, you might think, or even in this black and white photo, you might think you get a glimpse she she might look white here. But that's that's her attempt at defending her clearly, just flagrantly racist oh, statement gosh. there. I mean, yeah, like you put it perfectly. How is that even? How does that even translate to a white person? <laughs> yeah, in context, <laughs> out of context, you're talking. You're just being racist about a black lady here. Yeah. So exactly. Hey. Uh, checkmate, Roseanne. You thought the bitch was white. Where do we go from there? Do we just take you at your word? Bitch was white! <laughs> God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the way she drags. She's performing, though. Yeah, I mean, she. this is a performance. Like, people took this and ran with it like, she's crazy. She's off her rocker. She's, like, totally nuts now. That's... 
that's her style is to just fucking go berserk every now and again and then cool deadpan back to normal after yeah. you know like you said she takes a drag and keeps it moving so i mean it's not completely out of character what's strange uh for a lot of people is seeing a lady like a prominent um like figure in in tv and sitcoms to even be like talking about issues like this at length and then to go yeah. the step further of just like outright disparaging someone well i think roseanne won that one she came out oh winning. sure uh i disagree <laughs> because uh she's definitely like on the verge of fucking broke dumb she's in broke boy hours now but uh, oh really yeah i mean like yeah. holy shit like this fucking tanked her she needs to be on tucker's hour or whatever the fuck they're gonna call it now uh just to save her career, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. she would kill to, to get on Fox. Uh, that that, that comedy special that they just purchased and put out was like a big. That was like a godsend. It's it's just Fox and and Joe Rogan keeping her afloat. I want to say single handedly. So well, I wouldn't mind Daddy Rogan keeping me afloat. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does a good job with like Brendan Schaub. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Gringo Poppy's ass. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure. uh, I could do so much better than, <laughs> than yeah, like a, Just give me like a fraction of the yeah. fucking clout you're giving this fucking oh asshole. God. Yeah, no, it's funny. There's this really great dude. His name's um, Augustino Zinga. I listen to him sometimes and watch him on YouTube. He just <laughs> every week that he's got three fucking excellent thumb like clipped in the thumbnail. It's all just Brendan Schaub controversy, this, that. And that's kind of his bag now. Yeah, here he is. This dude. Look him up. I don't give a fuck um, what you think of comedy or what, but he's just like, he does a one-man podcast and he just talks about Brendan Schaub at all hours of the day. Wait, really? So, that's his whole thing? Like, it's pra like I said, practically. He talks about, like, fashion and shoes and he's a DJ in in the uk but then for i want to say like a great like 30 percent his body of work is just like look look at this here's three in a row and that was just and that's these were five days apart you yeah. know <laughs> collectively here's another one that's like here's two right here you know it just keeps going here's him again there's, <laughs> here's how he talked to uh he went on Bobby Lee's podcast. So this man has like 10 hours yeah, on, on just on Brendan Schaub. Yeah, on Schaub content. It's and, fucking fantastic. And this, is, this will be his career. Let's do the ultimate meta thing. Let's watch a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. let's do that. Uh, I just want to plug this guy. I fucking love this guy. Uh, if if It's my favorite thing when you like find somebody who's kind of just starting out. And he's well into it. I mean, he's got 18,000 subscribers, uh, 3,000 plus videos, almost 4,000 videos. Um, but you get on these channels, and even with celebrities, I don't know if you've ever been on Twitch and you've seen a comedian or like a low-level B, C, D-list celebrity playing a game or something, or just like smoking on camera. You get in their chat, and they'll just fucking talk to you. Like, I was talking to Ron Funches straight up on his on his live stream, you know? That's pretty he's cool. Like, hey, man. Oh wow! I'm just smoking a ball here. <laughs> Don't mind me. And then you're just talking, and then he goes back to playing Assassin's Creed and 
you guys narrate the fucking story together. It's fun. It's That's a lot awesome. of these things are interactive. And this guy, again, at his stage right now, he's a fucking hoot to listen to. Uh, but then you get to go in these people's comments or when they're live streaming, you know, get in the in the chat and they'll fucking shoot the shit with you. It's fun. So I encourage great. you get on get in on the ground now. He's live now. Let's take a look at what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, we could we could say something right now. Oh, hold on. I should switch channels. Let me uh. Let me switch to our podcast channel and I'll I'll fucking message in his live stream. Have you have you seen Bad Friends? Yes, I love Bad Friends. Oh, they're so good. With Santino and Bobby Lee. Yeah, I'm I'm going to uh their Baltimore show. Oh fuck. That you gotta tell me how that goes. Oh, for sure. I've only seen one live podcast. I saw Comedy Bang Bang live. Um, nice. A few months ago. I, do you listen to any of that? Your Wolf, like the improvised shit. I have not, but it no. sounds good. It's um, like Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus, uh, Jason Manzukis, Andy Daly, all the people who are voice actors in every show ever do these are usually improvisers from like second city and shit so nice or like ucb uh, i just saw nicole Byer. oh you did the improv how was she that was fantastic oh, uh, cool nobody wanted to go with me nobody that's I, crazy i mean i was it was like pulling teeth trying to invite people and it was cheap too it was like 40 dollars a person but Everyone. All right, all right, they're big spenders. Well, everyone, <laughs> that's not fucking expensive. Have you seen tickets for like, I, I mean, for like guys, for men? I mean, it's usually, it's usually <laughs> double that. <laughs> double the amount. As the I, men. I'm not even that. That's you might think that's a cheap shot or or low blow, but it's not. It's the fucking truth. And guys, it's a you, shame. Heard, you yeah. heard it here first. Men make more money than women. Yeah, they pull in more fucking. It's just it is it is what it is. Yeah. I also want to say, drink Bud Light. Please. I am trans. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. So am I. Yeah. I'm trans as well. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm trying to transition into the thing I was talking about that I'm forgetting. Uh, oh, no, I saw her. Fantastic. Nobody wanted to go because they thought her stand-up was bad. Um, I don't know where they got that impression. Her, her specials might not have done too well on Netflix or whatever. I think she had a big one on Netflix like a year ago. But oh, I, I think I saw her special. Yeah. She's very good. It was fucking amazing. This yeah. was like marks better than anything I've ever seen her do. In, in person, and this is what I stand by, all the shit I've seen up to now, if you see some shit live, that that... That is where it needs to be seen to begin with. I oh mean, yeah, I, who who are you kidding? Looking it, at a special, it cannot compare. A multi-camera special, you know, is is nothing like being in the room watching the person address the audience, the people beside you address you, you know, and and watching them play off of the energy of of the room. You don't even get all of that captured, no matter how much equipment you have or you know production quality. It's it does not compare no and that was the perfect example of me just like being in the room dying laughing the whole time the the host was fantastic her opener was fantastic and then she just fucking said okay scoot yeah it's my turn nice. and then she fucking brings the house down and it's a it's a marvel hell it's yeah fantastic do you know who opened for her um let me look her up. Actually, uh, it's funny. I followed her after 
I followed her podcast, and her podcast channel followed us back. So, oh hopefully wow! We can do a, hopefully, we can oh, do a collab shit. soon. You're coming with You're this coming. lady. I'm I'm linking on her name. I I have been learning so many names lately. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, but, come up. Um, let me find this, and then I'll get into this guy's DMs, or I mean his chat, uh, and we'll see if we can interact. Oh man, was oh I have it right here. Fuck, I have the. Uh, the damn bill. All right. Let's uh, see here. Um, Liz Barlow. You know Liz Barlow? Have you seen her before? She's a local DC. I will say yes because I don't want to get burnt by anybody. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you probably won't. Again, I, I love Liz Barlow. <laughs> She's the best. Yeah. Her. I love her podcast because she's following. The number one podcast in Stafford LC hey. podcast. Yeah, hey. This lady right here. She, I mean, she's fucking. She was fantastic. She set everybody up for success. Hell yeah! It was a lesson in what to do right. I'm already fucking. Yeah, up. that's essential for developing in yeah. is watching other people, other good people do it. And you, you learn, I've learned so much. Mm -hmm. okay. 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 I breastfed for eight months. Don't woo, white woman. I will tell you where to This is not who we woo, Susanna. I will tell you where to woo, okay? I mean, like, she does a lot of great crowd work and shit. Nice. Um, And her podcast is uh, Fluffy something or another. Let me find it. Fluffy Chronicles podcast. Uh, it's her, and it looks like a friend of hers, Sean Sunflower. Follow at Liz Barlow two and at Sean Sunflower. You guys, please. Yeah, follow please them. Do, please make this happen for us. If you fucking fail me, <laughs> if you don't get this moving in the next month, um, you can say goodbye to me, praising you. If guys, if you liking, if, if you don't actions. follow. If you don't follow Please. Fluffy Chronicles you need podcast. To follow Not only do you need to follow them, but you need to comment under every single one of their new posts. Every single. Yeah. All the old ones, too. The LNC podcast brought me here. And if and if you don't do that, y'all hate black women. <laughs> y'all hate black women and trans people. Exactly. In one fell swoop, you yes. offended two communities. Not that either one of them is trans, but we've established here and now <laughs> that, that we stand with uh the trans empire yes <laughs> yes we do okay thank you I'm glad. in solidarity with the trans industrial <laughs> complex <laughs> we stand by you <laughs> i've had the camera on you for that for that entire uh plug just then so i'm that's going to be your new please drink uh, business Bud Light. model yes i uh i I'll, I'll get real for a second real quick before we jump into that guy's podcast and we've been going now for almost an hour. Oh my word! It's Hell yeah. fifty-five oh, minutes. Gracious, this this really flies by. I hope it's, oh, it's by quick a blast. Yeah, gets real hot in here. Uh, that's I get no air current through here. So, yeah, that's probably the worst part of doing this with all the lights on for any longer than thirty minutes. But I mean, the time flies, and we've been sitting here talking for almost an hour. I want to say so. What do you when you see me? You've seen me do. 
Shipper, have you seen me perform at all? Like, yeah. So, so you know that I'm gay, right? Have yes. You seen that? So, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Please. <laughs> For, the formalities only. <laughs> I mean, you, I'm honored my, to be in front of a gay person. Yeah. Okay. So, Th- thank you for inviting me to your gay house. Well, so then, to a lot of people being gay now, he's over here laughing. This is serious. We're having a heart to heart right now, and you're fucking ruining it. This is dead serious. I, uh, funny. yeah, to a lot of people being gay is like trans adjacent now. Mm-hmm. And I would like to push back on that. <laughs> yes, please. It's about time. It's about time. Somebody shut up for the gays. Give me another butt. Fuck away from me. You know, I love trans people. I know trans people. I've, I'm friends with them, but in a lot of ways, it's not. It, it's it's i mean it's a totally different thing entirely i mean this is somebody who's grappling with um not only their sexual preference but their whole like identity you know yes and that's that's no easy task i mean now it's easy to come out and to like admit that you suck dick or whatever that's like fine sure but then to go home to your family and go a step past that and to say that like you you're you don't identify with the the gender you were brought up as or you know born into um that causes um causes a lot of fucking uh like family tension and and a lot of people sever ties with their family that's how strongly they feel about that shit man so and i've seen it happen i've seen it play out countless times like with people i've known people i've seen at one stage of their life who totally turn around and 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 embrace the identity that they you know identify with and i've seen their there's some success stories but the overwhelming majority is that that shit was rough yeah and they fucking paid the price you know no go ahead what were you yeah no you're completely right it's it's got to be extremely tough painful to feel like you're not in the right body there's baller shit when you come out and say that you're trans you know especially in this country because you don't know if that means your entire safety net's gonna fall out this is the equivalent of being gay when when gay rights weren't on the table you know so now that being gay is sort of embraced and it's not like this taboo thing trans uh, people are going through this and it's such a small percent of a percent of people too which is even wilder to me you know that like people think that the ideologies are being shoved on the children uh, about what about like the most minuscule group of people in this in this country or possibly even in the world you know it's it's just not happening what's being pushed is the acceptance of people like that or and people that are grappling with our identity and with how they present you know that's that's what's what people are being educated about it's not force feeding to them that you're trans or you have every right to be trans or yeah. you should embrace your trans you know thoughts that's not what's happening what i think what's being conflated are the concerted efforts in schools and at younger grade levels of accepting all people for who they are yeah. as they are because those those kids and and young adults who go home 
they might not have that safety net at their own houses and they might shut down they might be depressed they might be suicidal and their parents might not be any the wiser about it and and a lot of those people don't survive either you know the yeah. mortality rate is it just as small of a of a demographic as being trans is uh it's one of the highest um suicide mortality rates of any you know yeah it's very tough group of individuals so it's it's I, and i agree with everything that you're saying yeah. i totally agree I, because you're trans. Yeah, exactly. How can, I we could, established we're both trans. I could never I mean, disagree. Um, How could we disagree with that? But, but also, like from a comedic perspective, right? I feel like you should be, as a comedian, you should. It's not that you should. Is that we we can joke about anything. Like to say that you can't make a joke about yeah the idea of of being trans or trans people mm -hmm. in general, I think it's almost like discrimination. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not find comedy, right? Yeah, no, it's... In areas of life that people don't want to talk about. It's such a touchy subject right now, and I think it's in large part due to that people have just, like, tap-danced all over it in the most unceremonious and crude, like, crass ways. Yeah. You know, like... Bill Maher's gut instinct is just to take the piss out of being trans. Because I don't fucking understand it. What is? What are you a girl now? You're gonna cut your dick off? Okay, <laughs> that's like Christ. that's how people like him yeah. <laughs> would lean into that. Would, would attack that subject head on. Right. They don't. There's next to no nuance about it. But if you do have that extra layer, or if you do take the time to get to know people that are like the way Dave Chappelle did, talking about his. Uh, limited experience with that one audience member of his that killed themselves yeah. right they died and uh, even tragically. he got he got blasted he got blasted for that but they were friends you know yeah. i mean they were in each other's dms you know they had had extended interactions with each other and actually formed a bond that's what it takes that level of new and like you said the attack mob is stronger than ever you're gonna get shit for anything, just as you'll get shit. Yeah, fucking come at me. <laughs> fucking do it. <laughs> Matt Fabio. That's his real name, folks. Yeah, it's He's real. putting it all on the line. Yeah, come. F uh, <laughs> uh, my Instagram is at the Fabio and the Furious. Come get me. <laughs> I love that, by the way. I do. That's another blind spot. I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I saw Hobbs and oh, Shaw. Oh, man. I saw Hobbs what? and Shaw. Never yeah. seen a mainline <laughs> Fast and Furious. Missing, we should we should talk about this now. <laughs> we should just talk about the Fast and Furious We're movies. Have to just <laughs> fucking zoom on out of here because I have no idea. What, I've listened to people talk, break down the movies. Like I've listened to movie review podcasts, so I know the plot. Yeah, vaguely of each movie in the franchise, or at least the first four. Uh, There's a great podcast called How Did This Get Made that they just love making fun of like those movies on yes. how ridiculous they are. Like at well, one point they're throwing people through concrete walls, like the rock and Vin Diesel are just throwing each other through fucking, you know, like walls and shit, or like they, they fucking somehow jump off of like thousand foot high bridges unscathed yep. and they still got the baby oil and fucking gold bond oh. sheen and everything you know For sure it's like nothing at, affects at, these people <laughs> at the core though at the core yeah it's all about family it's all about family yeah of course family mm -hmm. number one do you know family yeah yeah if you have a trans family member or you know love them fucking support them 
maybe yeah. if you're gonna make a joke, maybe think about it for two seconds before you just come out the gate swinging with some fucking yeah. Just try to make dumb pronouns shit. Try to make them laugh. Try to make them. That's laugh. important. That's the goal. When you make them laugh, when you make the attack mob laugh, that's that's what comedy is. For this was what I'm learning up to now, like two plus months in, right? Very early. What I'm learning is the sooner you get the audience on your side, it doesn't matter what you, if you bend over backwards and take a shit out of your mouth, whatever it takes, you need to get the audience on your side immediately to loosen them up, to let them know yes. that, that you're there to entertain them. And that's a hard lesson to learn <laughs> when you first do stand up because you, you realize um, if you do it, you know, long enough is that stand up, yes, you have to be funny, of course, but even before you're funny before you can make people laugh you have to be likable mm -hmm. and yes. people realize that you're likable from the first second that you step on that stage mm -hmm. they have to they they need to if they don't that's where you fail that's right where you crash and burn oh of course if you don't prove that or i don't prove that i found yeah it's like i'm fighting you know i'm, I'm fighting the mob off life. you know yeah and it's, it's almost like dating, right? Like when you go on a date, yeah. you know if you're going to like the person almost right away. Yeah, right away. Except this is a date you're going on with fucking 40 of your closest strangers. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you you have to make every single one of them like you. Yeah. And or the majority, at least. Yeah. Get, get the majority on board. Yeah. Which is why I started opening up with like one-liners to let them know, hey, you're going to laugh at this. Or you're allowed to laugh at this, so please. Now I can fucking tell a dumb story now that i've gotten a cheap shot in there from the get so oh for sure yeah i don't know i'm i'm trying new ways to get that first fucking icebreaker laugh and sometimes it's it's even about energy mm -hmm. right like i don't have that though but you'll get there you know <laughs> <laughs> no but was, like my character is to just go out there and be like <laughs> Yeah, but like, you, what's up? Yeah, you're gonna de you're gonna develop that, you know. Yeah. When, when you keep doing it, mm -hmm. you you get into a groove, and it takes years to find your comedic voice. Yeah. Like, don't you know? Don't expect to know who you are on stage right away. What would you say your delivery model, your style is? How would you frame it up if you could? I know that's like a hard thing. To... I think I've cha I've changed it a little bit over uh -huh. time, but I, overall, I, I think I try to be chaotic but mm -hmm. likable and unpredictable. Yeah, because I mean, you have some you have some good stuff like where, like you, we're almost similar in a way of that. Like I try to, I, I try to in my setups, most of them are misdirects, right? Like I'll be saying something that sounds normal on on the face of it. And then I'll end it up with, um, I want to fuck my dad. You know, yes, we yes. arrive at that point from yeah. like talking about normal shit, you know? Yes. And that's like a crazy departure from, from the starting point. But if you deliver it and the way I do is completely normal, flat, you know, like I'm having a conversation with the audience, like we're at, at a fucking Panera bread or something waiting on the buzzer to fucking go off. Um, and we get to that crazy absurd point. It's like everyone's looking around like, Wait, what the fuck did he just, did I miss it? <laughs> like if they blink, here we are at incest, you know? So, um, and you kind of have a similar thing where it's like, you're really cool. You're calm. You have to collect it. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like what's one of your fucking, um, 
It's one of your wild ones. I know you, you tell some wild ones. You t- yeah. You have a couple like I'm I'm drawing a blank. I should have written some down. No, I, I, I try to do that. I try to like when I go to the open mics, I try to write down some people's jokes, not to steal them, but for one like in your case when you come on, I'll be able to bring it up. Like I have Brenda Joy is gonna come on. I wrote down like her bit where she uh she talks about stealing people's dogs. Oh, that was a great and, bit. And then, you know, and That's then hilarious. and then uh getting the ransom money. For yeah. the dogs that she steals. It's, it's her like, side hustle. It's, it's her side hustle. You know, it's great. <laughs> but uh, what's one of your, like, crazy misdirect jokes? Yeah, we can go off the deep end. Yeah, um, please. Um, I'm trying to be, you know, more genuine, a more genuine person. Mm-hmm. And so here's the thing. I have a hot dad. Oh, wow. My dad's so hot. Mm-hmm. It's like Jesus. Yeah. You know, he's just the hottest. Can I stop you? Yeah. How how far into the joke are you? I'm I'm about like sixty to seventy percent done. Here's what I want to do. I want to do something. You take your mic there. You get right by that black curtain, if you would. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm experimenting with some with a new thing. If you're comfortable the, standing the whole up. Thing? Are you, no, no. You just take it off just of the stand there. All right, all right. Walk the wire around. Oh, I'm so fucking hyped now. Yeah. And then just lift it over that. Oh yeah, here we go. Fuck yes. Where are we? So you can you can stand off to the side some over there. This is like such a shit show, but I fucking I love it. Oh my god. Just up. Tell me, tell me where to be. Tell me where to be, man. <laughs> hell yeah. Hello, hello. Yes, here we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Take it away. The floor is yours. Do as many as you want. I fucking love it. So I think if we were all to teleport, it would yeah. be very chaotic. Because eventually it'd be like the internet. We would all just use it to watch each other have sex. As <laughs> so I imagine, right? You see a house, you know, there's people banging in that house. You teleport in to the closet, kind of like behind, like, the curtains, like, right here, right? Uh-huh. And then you crack it open. You see them banging. You crack a nut. You leave. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the world with teleportation in it. Wow. It'd be the new porn. Okay. I, I have this theory that the more words you need to use to describe your favorite type of porn... The more problems you have. If you come at me on my Instagram, okay, you got you got problems. You're fucked. You're fucked up. Okay? You don't understand comedy. You're retarded. All right? <laughs> the R word's fine here. We just... I said rape too many times at the top, but yeah. the other one's A-OK. I, yeah, I yeah, say yeah, it all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we know what we're doing here. We're professionals. No pressure. We're professionals. Um, and so my friend the other day, he told me that his favorite type of porn was amateur. And I was like, that's cool. Like your parents probably loved you. That's one word, right? I wish, I wish I could be like that. I could, I wish I could be a one word type of guy. Cause then he asked me and then I had to be like, you don't, you don't want to know it's too many words. There's way too many words. And I was like, okay, but like gun to my head. Gun to my head. My favorite type of porn is Peruvian throat queens. Wow. 
That took the fucking gas out of me. And that's a nice moment anybody can have. You can answer any question with Peruvian Throat Queens. Like, uh, what's your favorite type of book? Peruvian Throat Queens. You know? What do you want for dinner? Peruvian Throat Queens. Come on. We're missing an opportunity here. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, all right. To close you, to close you all out, because yes. uh, I don't, I just don't want to, you know. Do right, do this real quick. Um, I'm getting on one knee now. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be more genuine on uh, stage, like I said earlier. Yeah. You know, and the thing is that I have a hot dad. My dad is hot. Uh huh. He's like Jesus, right? And I and I know what you guys are thinking it's like inappropriate for me to say my dad's hot, but I'm no longer gonna pretend that he's not hot. The days those days are over. Mm-hmm. We're in the Alan C podcast. <laughs> okay. But if you must know, right? How hot is my dad? How hot is he? My dad's the Peruvian throat king. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Yeah, you can just take it back with you. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. Yeah. I've had the idea of sort of outfitting that into a stand-up podium for a while, and I've tried it a couple times. There's a what I want to do eventually is is have a live stream element where I can have people over and work out their shit in front of like a virtual crowd or whatever. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. I I think so. But I love that. Right now, I don't have uh, what's I don't have viewers at all. It's, What's what we don't have anybody who watches this. Man, you got to build it from the Certainly ground up. Certainly not live in real time. No. But, yeah. I mean, how, what, how did that feel delivering it to just us two? I mean, it felt great. Good. I'm just trying to make you all laugh. Yeah, I mean, it fucking <laughs> it works. <laughs> and I think, I think that element of it is is cool too. Because I mean, it's just it's still just us, you know, talking. And then we'll get up and fucking do a couple jokes, you know, work out some material. Yeah. And then, you know, read the room and keep it moving. And, and there's no time limit either. It's not like a five minute gig. You can be up there as long as you want. Uh, I want to get a dedicated camera for it, though, that for sure. So I don't have to do all that bullshit. That'd be awesome. But no, I mean, it'd, it'd be a nice little break from the podcast. Like, hey, let's do a couple bits let's right do a now. Bits. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's try a couple jokes out. Yeah. That's if you can't tell that's where I practice too. So I have the stool there and then I got my notebook and I'll just run shit, time it, make sure it's within five minutes or whatever. Nice. But yeah. That's, awesome. that's a great idea. Uh, yeah. So that's another element coming in, in the in the pipeline in the future. Look out for it. Some some stand up I'm I'm honored that I was able to. You're the first person ever besides myself to do that. So I mean, just a quick round of applause, <laughs> Fabio here. Well, thanks for letting me pop y'all's cherry on this one. Oh my god, and pop it that you did. Good lord, yeah, Christian, you know how I like popping oh, people's yeah. cherries. I mean, especially your dad's. Yeah. So we both have jokes about our fathers. How did you arrive at that? Was it was it just for the sake of? How absurd it is, or did you really have a moment where you're like, fuck, my dad pulls more game than I do? Well, Christian, mm-hmm. fantastic question. Yeah. I was, 
I was uh, I was on a European getaway. Okay. <laughs> well, this is spicing up. And I had a had a little moment in between a baguette and a cigarette. And I started to just write some jokes, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if I could make people believe that my dad is hot mm-hmm. and that I wanted to bang him? <laughs> Oh, this is totally like this is completely artificial. He's he's not. Are you are you saying here and is this an exclusive? Fabio, <laughs> dad is in fact not the fucking Peruvian throat king. Okay, so to me, <laughs> in real life, my uh, dad is not hot to okay. me, but he pulls massive. Oh, see, that's what I was getting at. That's yeah. what I think. Because from a straight guy's perspective, right? I I hear a joke like that and I think. Oh, this is a guy whose dad might be doing a little too well in the in the bedroom department. <laughs> he does really well. Okay. Yeah. He uh That's scary, right? Isn't it frightening? It's it's entirely too frightening because there's a real chance that he might marry somebody who's like way younger than me. Mm-hmm. And then I'd have to face my new stepmom yeah. and be like, I have fucked people who are younger than yes. my stepmom. Yes. And that I think it, 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 that would fuck me up too mm-hmm. a little bit. Just a little, yeah. Um, um, I couldn't, I could not imagine. But you know, that wouldn't be about. That would be about my dad. You know, <laughs> that you know, that's my dad's kind of thing. But yeah, no. yeah. Um, it's yeah. it. My my, th- I went into it a little bit. I have the one joke about my dad. The lead up is it's a misdirect, and I'm talking about my mom. That um, I don't get how people are attracted to their moms. I'm not. Um, my mom's a black lady. I think that's why I like white guys. <laughs> I'm just like so unattracted to my mom. And then um, I go into how my dad's a white guy. And so that's fucking, there's something there. Something happened. There was something went haywire in my development that instead of being attracted to the spitting image of my mother, as so many men are, I was drawn to people who look identical to my father at, at my age. Um, and my dad doesn't pull a lot again. What I notice about my dad is he doesn't date young people necessarily. Uh, he dates his age group or older even. He's gay as well. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, but he. Um, what's disturbing to me is when you notice your parents' type, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your dad has. Were you saying your dad's type is kind of younger people? Would yes. you say? So my dad's type is. Um, we were talking. We were just talking about um, Fast and Furious. He's like. Uh, What's the guy's name? What's the fucking dude from Transformers who's in Fast and Furious? Oh, sh- Tyrese. Tyrese. He's attracted. My dad's attracted to Tyrese, basically. Oh wow. Like Idris Elba. I mean, just like big, muscular, fucking black guys. Well, good for him. Yeah, I mean, and that's that makes me. <laughs> yeah, tell us how you feel, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like I don't know why. It shouldn't be again. I'm trans, so nothing should really <laughs> affect me. But it's, holy shit, it's like so weird to, to like okay, like my dad went from this black guy to this black guy to oh here's a, well, oh another black guy. I mean, you fucking throw a rock and my dad hits a black guy with who lifts too to boot. He's he benches every day. This black guy that he's getting fucked by, you know, and that. 
it's it does something it's the same if if your mom was into big black guys it'd be yeah. the same thing right it's just like oh i mean i'd just uh, be excited for yeah. the barbecue for the barbecue like, for well, i already get the barbecue because i'm again I, I have black family i go to that so now it's just the added element of knowing that my father is getting served a nice fat helping of big black cock every yeah. fucking evening you know, and you laugh, Lorenzo, but I mean, that's <laughs> keeps me up at night. How could you not? How, How could, could you, you not? <laughs> I'm working on another joke that, like, totally bombed. I, like, started it at the end of the the five minutes I did at Mara Finer's last mic. But um, I was with my dad. We were going somewhere. We were going to Mosaic. Oh, in uh, Fairfax. From Falls Church to, uh, to Mosaic. And... He needed to get something out of his trunk. And so I went and opened the trunk for him, and I found a big-ass tent in my dad's trunk. And I was like, oh, shit, you're, like, camping now? He's got a station wagon, a Volvo station wagon, so he's got nice. enough, enough space in the back. I like your dad. To put down yeah. put down the back seat, and he's got a whole-ass tent in there I didn't even see. I was like, god damn, well, I, I didn't know you were going camping. Now, I'd love to—we never did that when, as a kid. I never went really camping with you. We went on, like, one retreat— for school but it wasn't like just like family shit and he's like well you know i i don't know i said no i mean i i'll i'll get a tent whatever i have to i'll get like fucking off bug spray some fucking you know i'll put in the work <laughs> we'll do this i can yeah. learn how to fish and he's like i ah, christian i just i i don't think you'll want to go with me and i was like why not you don't think i can fucking handle it it's camping i i know i'm like not completely white but you know <laughs> I, I can make this work it's it's not beyond the pale he's like well i i go to a, a campground in richmond and i was like okay that's not far at all what the fuck are you talking about it's, it's richmond he's like well it's a nudist oh, campground so nice I, I go to it's a fully nude campground and it was just like, again, like all the fucking, like all the shit comes crumbling down in your head. And it's yeah. like, how did we, why didn't you just shut that shit down? Why did you even lead me there? Why even continue the conversation at that? Like fucking stop it at all costs. I don't need to know this. Now I know it. Now it lives in my head rent free. That My dad's out here fucking swinging, hanging dong in front of all the fucking men and women he so pleases. And it's like, why do I need to fucking know that? Why do I need to fucking know that? It, it would have been easier for him to <laughs> just say, we go camping in the Shenandoah. Or, or like... Or, sure, Chris. Yeah. We'll do that. And then never bring it up again. And I would have forgotten about it. I would have forgotten about it in the next 30 minutes. Because, I mean, honest to God, I, I don't even fucking want to go camping. I was just trying to make conversation with my fucking dad. Yeah. You know? I didn't need to know he's out fucking bare ass, bare ass naked in Richmond yeah. somewhere on some fucking rich guy's property on an rv lot you know it's like he's he's getting bared down yes <laughs> and then he wants to play it down he wants to be like oh, I'm, you know it's classy you know some people it's not it's clothing optional it's not actually fully nude you can be fully nude it's clothing option. i'm like well i know I, you're not fucking yeah you're not picking the clothes <laughs> option the way you're disguising this shit i think clothing optional is code for everybody yeah. fucks each other yeah everybody fucking <laughs> it's a swinger event yeah <laughs> and everyone's on the swing set so i fucking yeah that i want to turn that into something again it went poorly but i have to find a way to get from the tent to my whole fucking image of my father being once again reworked. That's hilarious. Taking it back to the shop. 
I, I mean, there, maybe there's something about getting dicked down by a bear. Maybe. In the it woods. might be in there. Yeah. A big black bear, in yeah. fact, actually. Yeah. yeah. A big black cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. Can I, can I say? My stepfather, my ex stepfather, uh, and my dad were of 15 years before they just split up is a black man. I have no problem with black. I mean, Lorenzo's here living, breathing proof. I have no problem with black guys. Do not get it twisted. You fuck or you canceling fucking bitches in the, <laughs> wherever you are. If you see this, I know I've been emphasizing the ethnicity of these burly gentlemen that my father's betting, but I mean, it's, it's just, it's pattern recognition meets uh, like, oh my God, there's no, two ways about this i know what's happening and it's it's all the elements combined that are burned into my mind and and i i look at them in their every detail against my will it's I, it's nothing i can control i need to go to therapy end of story end well, of possibly. discussion i'm not a racist though that's what i want to get at he could it could be if if it was a pattern where he was with exclusively uh Peruvian throat kings. Yeah, yeah. I would notice that pattern as well. I would notice if he was with like totally Austrian guys. You know, it's just so happens to be that they're all Tyrese. Every last one of them is a Tyrese clone. Like they just came out of the fucking Clone Wars, and instead of the fucking Hawaiian dude, it's all Tyrese. So. Well, so you say your dad is white. He's white. Yeah. He's okay. So is tall, like, uh, yeah. is he's almost he's almost exclusively with black men. Mm -hmm. Is he though like aware and like kind of woke, but or does he still say ignorant stuff, but just likes getting fucked by black he guys? He still says ignorant stuff. He's in the ignorant stuff camp. It's okay, insanity. okay, okay. It's all. I know the type. It's just a mixed bag, you know. Yeah. It's like crazy to me. Like he, my dad. I didn't think this was gonna <laughs> turn into the my dad. No, this is perfect. This is right up my alley. Okay, good, good. I'm glad you're not, yeah, I'm glad you're not fucking put off by this because this is the first time I've kind of unloaded about. Yeah, let it out. <laughs> he, uh, it was this big thing for him all the time. He always makes like side comments or like remarks about people. Like it will be in a restaurant and he'll, my dad is the guy at our table who's like doing one of these you know like hey check out fucking fatso over there oh. <laughs> on her fucking third helping of home fries <laughs> you know <laughs> she's really fucking laying on the hot sauce you think maybe she should lay off before she's on a hospital bed you know he's man, he'll just say shit like that and yeah. and growing up i'd be like dad fucking leave her alone she's gonna die in peace someday like just yeah. let her do her thing i don't give a fuck that's freedom. Yeah, it's freedom. Or, or you'd be like, or if it's like a rowdy family or a group of kids, my dad would be like, Aren't you, is she going to shut them up? And, you know, he's getting like fed up. I'm like, how about you shut up? How about like nobody cares? Just pretend they don't exist like everyone else in the in the building. You know, my dad is definitely, he's got like Karen elements. He's got, um, he's just very like judgmental. <laughs> and you want to talk about trans people. He's definitely like clueless like misgendering people he, oh, a, a gay guy a gay guy like he has no understanding of it that, at all that's quite that's quite the plot twist for me because he's he's in the lgbtq he's in <laughs> Again, there though but that's a that's a part of my argument from earlier is it's it's like a totally different it gets lumped in because yeah. 
yes, it has to do with sexuality to a degree, but this is this is a completely different issue. Yeah. I don't say issue as a problem. No, I say I, issue as in like a a, a, a discussion. This no, is a completely different discussion. I think you're. I think we need to segregate the yeah. trans community from I mean, the LGBT. It would do them better. <laughs> no, it would really it, separate but equal. Truly, and in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> in no uncertain terms. I mean, let's give them their own bathrooms, yeah. right? That's what we're trying to do. I mean, that's like not not even with a shred of irony <laughs> in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good joke actually let me write that down yeah they need go. their own bathrooms because yeah. that's what they want they want their own <laughs> they want gender neutral bathrooms no um fucking, and then water fountains and the, yeah um no it's not like that it's what it is is that them getting lumped in with this group of people that isn't going through what they're going through on the level that they are isn't doing them any favors because gay people they're they're cool they're like chilling yeah you know that's like they take the spotlight we did that honey like fuck yeah. i just want to go to drag brunch and get turned with on like fucking 10 bottomless mimosas mm -hmm. and then fucking blow 12 people let's and get do AIDS and then but i'm on prep so it's okay i can't yeah. get aids you know every everything's solved for gay people like yeah. uh, you know let's do poppers exactly which is another crazy fucking thing <laughs> but with trans people that's like they, a lot of them look at that, and it's like it's all foreign because what they're going through is is like real shit. They're going through hell, and yeah. they they're not having fun doing it usually. You know, like and then a lot of people, a lot of ignorant ass people, will conflate being trans with being a drag performer. It's not the same. That's at all. Yeah. drag shows are a form of entertainment. That's fun. That's people dressing up in costume. For, Pretending and behaving a certain way to elicit a response from yeah. an audience. It's 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 comedy, but it's a bit. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit. It's a fucking elaborate bit. Being trans is not a bit. It's not. It's certainly not. And again, grouping it up with the whole alphabet <laughs> yeah. of it all is not doing them any favors. If they if they became their own movement, and then bolstered a. a you know, of a, a, a wave of support behind that, and that would that would do wonders. Aside from them being just kind of tacked onto the end of this thing that's already chilling, that we're we're all done now. Gay people are fucking set, you know. So it's well, kind. Of, it would be like if it'd be like if the women's suffragist movement was somehow tacked onto the back of civil rights indefinitely. You know, because at a certain point, when black people would get what they want, but isn't, the isn't, black men would just be like, "We're set. Fuck, my yeah. bitch is at home cleaning, cooking, washing. She can't vote. I love it, and I can fucking. I got my three. I got my shit. I got my fucking three acres and a mule or whatever the fuck. You know, I'm right. set. You know, but th that that's effectively what's happening to trans people. They're sort of being like toted on the back, like an afterthought. You know, when yeah. it's it. The activism you see isn't nearly what it could be if it was its own powerful movement. Well, I think part of the problem is that the activism is performative rather than like actual an actual solution. Well, as long as it like... ex exists on social media, it is for sure. I mean, hell yeah. I mean, we you see fucking marches and shit happen, but again, when they're all about pride, which is largely gay pride, what happens at Pride right. events. Do you know what goes down? At the I just the dudes banging. 
it's all the dudes banging. It's yeah. a fucking Troy Sivan concert. It's fucking, I don't know, Bella Hadid will come out and right. fucking perform. Happy days. Oh, yeah. We're right. fucking, we're out here. And we're gay. We're living. Yeah. And then there's like the fucking the, 1% of trans people in the audience that's just like fucking, you know, to themselves like, yeah. I don't fucking know what to do here. It is. Yeah. It is yeah. kind of messed up. It is messed up. It's messed up. It goes on. And, and, and yeah, I'm an advocate for trans people, and a lot of gay people are, but at a certain point, it's an afterthought. It's really yeah. just like, I don't have to think about it. It doesn't have to occupy my mind at all hours of the day like it does for the people who are going through it. Yeah. It's tough, though, because, like, what, what's a, what's a, because I know in the trans community, suicide is real bad, like the rates and, like, men, you know, there's a lot of issues with mental health and stuff like that, but what's a real solution to I fucking to the oh, problem? What you know? I, I was looking up trans suicide rate, and then the first search result is trans suicide squad. Oh man! So yeah. I think that's in the works. It's that time of night. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, the National Institute of Health says uh, the suicide rate and so suicidal tendencies of transgender persons are considerably high compared to the general population. Uh, suicide attempt rate among transgender persons ranges from 32% to 50% across countries. Uh, Gender-based victimization. That's insanely high. It's crazy. Like, imagine half of black people killing themselves, yeah. you know? That's... Compare that to a veteran's suicide yeah. rate. <laughs> I, be I bet is worse. It's probably worse, if, or at least, like, level to the yeah. ratio you know so that's why this is as of when i don't even know when this was published uh 2016 so yeah i mean things have gotten a little better but right now everything's in the news right now uh thank god tucker carlson can shut the fuck up for two seconds so that yeah. people can regroup and not want to kill themselves at all times oh for sure but <laughs> i mean shit it's it's real out here it's real um yeah, well, I we don't know what to fucking do about it. Of course. What, what I'll say is, if you're trans and you're struggling, come out and do comedy. You'll find, I think, a lot of people that also not to draw Nicolins between a comic and a trans person, but I think you're just calling them mentally ill right now. <laughs> no, but the, comics feel like they don't fit anywhere, and comics yeah. are depressed. Yeah. And a lot of them want to do bad things to themselves. I mean, like, mm -hmm. you know. Or they have the tendencies, or at least, it, like, there's a lingering thought there for a lot of these people. Yeah. Yes. I mean, and I think you're not going to lose by coming out to a show, yeah. trying to laugh. You'll lose if you go out and you bare your soul with no objective at getting a laugh. That'll fail and fall on arrival, but... Yeah. If oh, you, yeah. If you take it with a nuanced approach of trying to make people laugh at your shitty situation, though, what what do you walk away with that from that with? You walk away with people's um, laughter for one, their validation. You walk away with maybe even their support for you. That maybe they want to follow up and help you out in some way, shape, or form, or come out and see you again. So, yeah, it's got its utility for people who are depressed. You know. Um, hey, we went on a journey, huh? No, for sure. I mean, fuck. When We're, you said when you said that trans people shouldn't be included with LGBTQ people, I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> where are we going, Christian? No, yeah, but, I'm not trying to segregate anything. No, for real. I think it would just do them a service, truly, because they're kind of being 
shoved down to the bottom of the agenda right now when it comes to LGBTQIA yeah. plus shit. Even when you say it out loud, what it's lesbian, gay, bi, and here we are, fourth on the on the bill is trans, you know? It's like, okay, well, I guess we'll add you, and then we have everything else kind of spills out after, and we have 12 flags already, you know? It's like, it's Jesus true. Christ, can we get the messaging together for the things, and can we make it clear to everybody? Because right now it just seems like a war to all the fucking 80-year-old brain dead people with gun lockers it seems like when when they see twelve thousand flags and no concise clear messaging around anything it seems like an onslaught or some kind of yeah. like <laughs> battle about to happen that they need to be getting oh, ready for sure for. Yeah. The old people are yeah. not having it <laughs> <laughs> i mean you picture like old people not understanding like like how to work a tv they're like just fucking throw it out i don't I don't even want it anymore. I'm yeah. playing with the radio. Technology's too advanced. Technology's too advanced. <laughs> like, there's too many gays. What the yeah. fuck is that? Some of them are women now, and some of them are, aren't anything. Some of them are theys. I don't even know what to call my grandson anymore. They're like, the colors got right, so now all the fucking, there's yeah. 50 queers. I'll let you handle the coloreds uh, remarks, yeah. I'll let you go ahead and take charge. I, I watched somebody on Instagram do a bit about how boomers raised millennials and uh, Generation Z, uh -huh. and how, like, boomers were telling them their entire lives that they could be anything they wanted to be. Yeah. And then as soon as they said, well, I want to be a woman, they were like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, it's so it's funny. date a fucking bombshell, not fucking turn into one. Yeah. I don't remember the comedian's fucking name psycho. who tells this joke, but he's out there. Yeah. I should I should look him up, but. No, you shouldn't. Let's not credit anybody for anything. <laughs> These are all original thoughts, ideas we've had this entire time. Yeah. Um, we've been going an hour and a half. I just want to say that out loud. I'm, I said this on the first one. I'm not in the business of keeping hostages, so if you have a hard out or you need to leave, you just fucking blink. Well, I have a hard on. Oh, <laughs> I'm so glad I put that table where I did. <laughs> so then I, I, yeah. I got these new jeans. or whatever. I got like a bunch of Calvin. Or sorry, not I said Calvin. I got a bunch of... American Eagle jeans because I'm not Calvin Klein nice uh moneyed up right now uh but <laughs> uh they all kind of bunch up in the crotch right so like when I I hate that when I sit down and I'm like man spreading as one does when they're privileged uh <laughs> I fucking you know I want to let the world know that I have a dick and balls but it gets a little too real when my shit collects right in like the right in the worst possible area, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's off, and I I'm like, I I my, the way my desk is at work, I'm right next to the sweet petite little girl <laughs> of a woman, and I just always feel like if she sees my pants the wrong way, it's, I'm gonna get a call from HR. Like, oh hey. yeah. But here's my <laughs> issue. My issue is that my penis is too big. Okay. And my balls are too large. I'm ready to wrap. I'm ready to fucking <laughs> shut this down. This is going to be a fucking... <laughs> and when my pants bunch up in my groin, my penis gets in weird positions. Uh -huh. And it, it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, so I have to, like, move it out of the way and stuff. But anyways, yeah, we can end on big dicks and balls. Yeah, I'll, I, there's one more joke I'm kind of, like, working on. 
where I so my mom bought me um for fucking for Christmas she bought me a Lululemon like tracksuit. So she got me like the full fucking like sweatpants, the hoodie. It feels great. It's really breathable. It's like Kim K shapewear levels of like this nice. is fucking fun. but I, I'm not like a woman so I, like, I didn't I didn't see that coming that <laughs> gift purchase you know like I was like okay well I don't know what this says about me uh, but thank you for the gift receipt and I did think about returning it because it was like $250 for like two articles of clothing right oh wow I was like, I could use this money for to, yeah. to waste. I could just waste this money myself right now. <laughs> but I wore it, and I fell in love, in love with these sweatpants. And I had always told myself in school, in, in public, it, wherever, that I, I couldn't get behind wearing sweatpants out in the real world. It just seems like a cop-out. Or it did to me. I'm like, just wear pants. Wear a belt. What happened to fucking dressing up in public, you know? Fucking be proud of i don't know be presentable and sweatpants were just the antithesis of that for me but i put these fucking things on they fit like a glove my ass has never looked better than hey in these fucking pants and the, the hoodie's a nice complement it it matches it's it's great there there are pockets in places you'd never imagine on these pants and the design is so i love it i felt so i've taken to buying more sweatpants now that's awesome and now i've i've just i notice like everything about me crumbling before my very eyes my whole self image and how i present myself you know it's just i've i'm just i dress like out in public it's just like homeless chic now for me i look but you're fitting I, in yeah, with everybody else you know? i noticed like okay so like what's the fucking why the hype around these fucking sweatpants See, i just i'm basically just telegraphing to everyone how small my dick is you know like you can't see if you could if you thought you could see it before on the, the way my jeans bunch up like you really can't see jack shit when i have some sweatpants on it's just like there is potential for it's, that it's just camel toe yeah. it's all the way it's just maybe you get a little ball action no you you sacrifice there's... you know what well, you gain in comfort you sacrifice in in, in penis marks so yeah at least with my jeans i get to i get to pad up i get to i like, think i'm working with something but oh yeah the fucking sweatpants. Oh, you think I have a, a big dig with my jeans on? Yeah. No, it's the zipper, bitch. It's just the zipper. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> You'll be able to take it. Yeah. It's not going to be overwhelming in the slightest. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah, I hate it. I hate how, like, casual everybody is now. But, again, I blend in now. You do what you have to to survive. So, at the end of the thing... Uh, Lorenzo gives people advice. We have a new song for this. Um, I'm really excited to debut that. What, what we do, Fabio, is um, Lorenzo... I keep going to the wrong screen. Lorenzo kind of... Uh, well, it's up to him. It's up to his discretion whether he summarizes the entire show or not. But he finds something about the show or not. Sometimes he pulls from the dome off the cuff. Uh, just some... Give it to me from some, the dome, Lorenzo. piece of advice to impart upon our faithful audience. And they can leave the show um, having uh, learned and, and taken to heart. So here comes the music. Now you have two minutes. He has to fill the full two-minute song, no longer, no shorter. Or, uh, or the whole podcast has been disgraced. So please, we're, you have a, a minute and 45 seconds. Well, first off, I kick it off. I'm going to tell you this. Uh... 
this happened in the beginning of the podcast that some of y'all have seen. If a pet throws up on the road, clean mm. that shit immediately. You don't want the sit to sit. You don't want the sit. Then it's gonna smell weird. Yeah. It might stain. Mm. That's the whole thing. Get to the methods immediately. Those of you that leave your pisses in the sink overnight, stop doing that shit. Clean Get to the mess pet. immediately, clean your dishes overnight. Clean that shit. I did that. I did that a night ago. I had like a like a midnight brownie Sunday, and I left the bowl in here somewhere. And that Ooh. shit, the next morning, just it looks foul. It yeah. is foul. It's it's always a reminder to yeah to do that because then there's fruit flies. It's just disgusting. I I wanted to burn my room. Yeah, rinse rinse your dishes. See, you don't like Rick and Morty, but there's a whole episode about that where yeah. Rick was it rinsing his dishes, so they took the plate grime. And like forced it into his mouth. That's what Rick and Morty is. It's just teaching grown ass adults how to behave, how to like keep a a tidy home, how to like do things that normal people, that sane people can do and continue to do without prompt. You'd be surprised (laughs) how many people don't know how to do it though. Yeah. You got 20 seconds. Anything else? 20 seconds. I'm going to kick it off with this. It's me. It's Christian. It's the Will Fabio. Read comics in this bitch. LSE podcast in this bitch. All right. Fabio, you got a podcast or not? No, I I have a I have a show uh, tomorrow. Uh, well, I don't know when this is going up, uh-huh. but I will tell you that on the twenty fifth of May, I will be at the Electric Palm. Hell yeah! In Woodridge, Woodridge Virginia. Yes, sir. Uh, come out and see me if you want. We'll fucking be there. Twenty fifth of May. We're gonna fucking find you. Hell you yeah. sure will. Is that a showcase? What is that? It's a it's a showcase. Oh yes. The electric palm. Fucking fantastic. Um I have a piece of advice. If you are not circumcised, mm. pull it back, clean your skin. Actual. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's great. Anything else you want to plug? Anything? Um go, uh check out my Instagram. I have some clips. Uh the Fabio, Fabio and the and Furious. Furious. At the Fabio and the Furious, everybody, please. Uh, I mean thank- for the name alone, I think you should go pay it a visit. Yeah, and if you've listened this far, I love you. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I mean I'm gonna marry you. So we'll get going on that. A shout out to my girlfriend, Tequila. I love you, Tequila. Oh wow. <laughs> Keep your enemies closer, they say. So definitely. Yeah, I'm an alcoholic. I have like a handle of bourbon back there. We'll talk after. We'll get turned. All right, everybody. We love you. Sleep tight. Peace.